The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator, author of the book, Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Thank you to Cardinal Financial Company for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Ask me about what you can do with your mortgage at Cardinal Financial Company, mortgage lending done right. Our general topic today, July 2nd, 2022, is the future of home ownership 2022 strategies for achieving the American dream. Subscribe, you'll get our weekly blog post with podcast at jogarner.com. But hey, back in the studio, we have the lady, the legend, author, and real estate trainer, Terry Murphy, terrymurphy.com. That's Terry, T-E-R-R-I, murphy.com. Terry, you are a national icon in the real estate and mortgage market. Take a minute and tell us about yourself and what you do and some of the projects that you're heading up right now. Oh, that's such a great introduction. Oh, my God, I wish most of it was true. Uh, but a real icon is actually going to be our guest in a few minutes with Saul Klein. But I got to work with Saul, and he literally put us on the map because we were part of the team that brought what you now know as Realtor.com to uh, to the forefront and the first release of websites. And, oh, God, wait till you talk to Saul. But, um, yeah, I'm a proponent for Women in Business for Women's Wisdom Network. Um, I'm involved with Saul and a couple of really big deals, really big deals, on the dataadvocate.com. Uh, and um, I'm the senior editor for Realty Times. So I think we've got a lot going on for Joe Garner today. I'm telling you, I feel like I'm walking in high cotton here with Terry Murphy and Saul Klein in the studio. But why don't you introduce uh, our guest? I would love to. This is an honor for me. Saul is such an amazing man. Uh, he was a visionary when we all thought he was really like, oh, really, Saul? Uh, he's widely recognized in the real estate industry as the first internet and technology, like get this, evangelist. He was the realtor consultant to the original RIN project. For those of you that don't know what that stands for, it's the Realtors Information Network, including the development and deployment of what you now know as Realtor.com. And that was back in 1995. He started something called Repco, the uh, real estate education publishing company. He's one of the creators of a number of longstanding real estate online social media communities. Saul knew about communities before anybody knew what that meant. He uh, became the CEO of Point Two Technologies, and that was January of 2008. Oh, my way, No, wait. He had to go to Saskatchewan, okay? I mean, like where Jesus left his shoes. Uh, he shifted the corporate strategy and focus there and guided it to a successful acquisition by, by uh, Yardy Systems. Now, you might not know who Yardy is, but... Um, they manage, and I'll let him tell you, uh, and manage almost all of the rental properties, including military. So mm -hmm. he's he's kind of a big deal. They're actually a, a, an industry-leading software development and technology services. He was the president of the San Diego Association of Realtors. He he created NAR's ePro Online Technology. We could be here for days, can I just tell you? <laughs> but I'll tell you a little bit more about it after we get him on. All right. Well, I just want to, before we bring Saul on, just want to go back to our topic, the future of home ownership. I know we've got some listeners out there that are like my client, uh, Makia Mitlin, who um, are thinking about buying a home and making things better for themselves. But I, I think my mortgage customers like her, and that's not her real name, 
they've been looking into the future. And here is this perfect example of someone looking into the future and taking action to profit. So Makia Mitlin, a single professional in her late 30s, she's been renting her whole adult life, stressing at every rent hike. Now, it was time for her rent to go up again. She was already paying more for food and gas and everything else. Makia started watching videos and reading online about real, the real estate market and forecasts for the future. Home prices, she decided, were going to keep going up, and so were the mortgage rates. If she could manage to buy her own home now, she would feel good about paying for something that would go up in value over time. And with some help from a realtor friend from her church and her mortgage officer, Makia was persistent, Terry. She was prepared, and she had a strong pre-approval letter from her mortgage officer. And this is what Makia said. Just help me own my own home. I can buy my home. I don't care what the rates are. I can always refinance later if the rates come down one day. Smart girl. You know, Makia just wanted to own her own home. I think that's the important thing. And number one, she's a woman. Um, she's a minority. She figured out uh, finding a good mortgage professional that would help her. She understands, and I, when Saul really gets on, he's going to drive home about how under all is the land and now are all the data. And getting get into anything. It doesn't have to be your forever home, but just get into home ownership. It's the American dream. And part of what we're doing at the Data Advocate, uh, Joe, is to help people figure out how to own real estate because it builds communities. Yes. It creates a connection. It creates a, a whole different atmosphere of a community because you own something. You've got some skin in the game. And right. so... It's a, it's a great hedge against right now inflation. And of course, you know, homeownership is the dream. Well, you know, nobody has a crystal ball. I can tell you, I certainly don't. But just like you, I try to watch people who do seem to have a crystal ball and try to see we're, where we're going and how to set ourselves up best to profit from where we're heading. And that's why you're going to have Saul on because he has been a visionary forever. And even when we couldn't even fathom what he did, I mean, he's... His background was amazing when he was the president of San Diego Association, which was a very strong association. Um, that was in 1993, and he was already driving some of the technology ideas then. And, and then in 2001, when he did ePro, we had to literally teach people how to use this <laughs> new thing called the Internet. And, um, and NAR's Web 2.0 social media program in 2010. Really interesting about him, and he's very passionate about being a patriotic American. His father was in the Navy. In 1972, he was a graduate of the United States Naval Academy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. He served five years as a Navy, as a surface warfare officer, wow. serving as a plank owner, which he's going to tell us about. But that was the first computerized class of ships built by the United States, um, and I can't, I can't say the words, Brunt's class destroyers. I mean, whatever you, whenever you talk to Saul, and the people that he, he's now associated with, which are all glitterati in that world, especially data, mm -hmm. is that looking the vision for the future, and he is a true visionary. So uh, I would just say, uh, as far as I'm concerned, when you really start looking about understanding how real estate's changing, right? and people don't like change, no, uh, especially big organizations, which we won't mention their name, they, they don't want that change because it's been like status quo. Well, now there's some issues that are coming finally as the consumer got more involved. Uh, buyer agency, uh, things like, uh, it does the buyer have a voice in negotiations? How about the fact that we have 13 million, is it 13 million? Less houses, one, 
It's a huge number. I just read it this morning. Because of the um, what happened in 2008 and now with COVID, and we don't have enough housing kids. Right. So, and that's one reason I've been reading these reports, Terry. They're saying that they think our values are going to continue to go up, even though the mortgage rates are going up, even though the Fed is going up. Now, the mortgage rates aren't connected with the Fed at all, but uh, the Fed affects the variable rate debt, like your home equity lines and your credit cards. The mortgage rates are being pushed up by inflation. So if the Fed continues to go up on their rate and they can get inflation down, that's going to help mortgage rates. But housing prices are predicted to keep going up i'm sorry y'all are spoiled out there you're so spoiled (laughs) because when i got into the business they ran up to 28 percent. yes and so we don't want to talk about that it (laughs) makes me look really old but come on kids it's six for it's six percent now i realize when you're used to one that sounds high but get in there and own a home right start getting a piece of the american dream and uh, start building your own independence. I mean, we're, we're in the 4th of July weekend and uh, start building some independence. That's a good tie back. Very, yeah. very slick, Joe. That was very good. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that you're going to learn from Saul's insight is how you can actually own a piece of property for like only putting down X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fractional ownership. There's a bunch of new terms out there that um, he's quite good at. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he gets to sit at the foot or at the table. I don't want to say at the foot. Uh, with some of the most uh, incredible macroeconomists mm-hmm. uh, that are out there, and I think that that gives us a, mm-hmm. a really kind of a a secret secret weapon. I'll call him a secret weapon because he's got a great insight. You know, speaking of secret weapons, I think Realtor.com is a great resource for not only the real estate professionals out there, but also people who are wanting to get into home ownership. It's a great resource. And RealtyTimes.com, if you haven't subscribed to that, that is full, chock full of stories and, and articles and very current information that you need to know if you're wanting to be in the real estate industry or if you just want to buy a house. So uh, we're going to be um, we're going to be coming back and talking with Saul Klein when we come back. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Terry Murphy of uh, terrymurphy.com. And we'll be talking with Saul Klein. Stay with us. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm David Corum, USDA Rural Development in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, and it is. It's a brand new day. Terry, you're on a real estate mortgage shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me over at Cardinal Financial here in the Memphis area, but wherever your mortgage journey is, I would love to be on it with you. In the studio, we have Terry Murphy. You can catch her at terrymurphy.com, thedataadvocate.com, realtytimes.com, and just about anywhere else most of the time. She's everywhere. She's a jet-setting uh, oh, yeah. jet-setting real estate queen, I'm tell you. And we, we're going to be talking with Saul Klein coming up. And right now, we're going to do something we like to do every now and then on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. 
It's time to talk shop with Talk Shop's business tip for real estate professionals. Talk Shop is a marketing company offering free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors. For more about Talk Shop, go to Talk shoppe.com for our talk shop business tip today we have our talk shop business coach tim fleshner and tim you are great with helping salespeople identify personality types and how to best work with other people and you also host meetings to help business people leverage ideas and resources from from other people Business coach Tim Fleshner, what is our talk shop business tip for real estate pros today? Hey, Joe, thanks. Yeah, well, as we all know, we've been seeing a lot of things happening in our economy and, if, uh, frankly, in the global economy, right? Well, I'm no expert, but what I've seen has been quite alarming and disturbing. As, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as sales representatives, we all need to be aware of what's going on around us and be able to make educated decisions. Yes. So what I've learned in owning a business is that tough economic times can be really a great backdrop to those entrepreneurs, to those individuals who are willing to do what others are unwilling to do. Oh, yes. Like really hard <laughs> and be strategic about how they manage and grow their business. During this time, honestly, being a business owner, you need to look take inventory of your people, your systems, your processes, resources, and make sure that you're getting a value return on those investments. Don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait until your back's right up against the wall. The number one rule for entrepreneurs and business owners is preservation of capital and cash flow. Ah, and that works for real estate pros, but it also works for other small business people, right? Yeah, it's for anybody within the, um, you know, working that's, you've got to look at what it is that you're currently doing and what things you have, what resources available to you, and then just capitalize or, you know, make some cuts. All right. Well, Tim Fleshner, you're a business consultant. How do we contact you? Absolutely. You can look up on my website, equipfor-success.biz, or you can call me at 662-298-3993. All right. Great to have you, Tim Fleshner, and Thanks. we will catch up with you later. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate you so much. Now, uh, Terry, let's jump in and talk with Saul Klein. We've heard so much about him. Well, I know. Isn't it about time I shared him with everyone? <laughs> I mean, uh, Saul and I have a, a great professional relationship that goes way back to 90s when he brought me into Repco. Uh, and I just have to tell you, Saul, say hello. Hi. Yeah, and Saul suffers living in San Diego. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, really. It's, it's, it's tough on him. But, Saul, you have such a, an amazing background in the real estate industry as a visionary and as a, an evangelist for technology and all things that are changing. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on with land use today as we encourage people to uh, avail themselves of the American dream. Yeah, well, great. Well, first, it's great. It's Great to be with both of you here, uh, Joe and, and Terry. And yeah, Terry, we go way back. We travel the country. And to, to put this in perspective for people, it's when, when people questioned whether we were sane when we said that email <laughs> would be a part of your business. I remember and, that. Uh, right? So they, we had to try to bring that to the forefront. So that's where it all started. And we were very lucky. And I've been very fortunate uh, in my career to touch on many aspects of real estate since I started as a as a sales licensee in 75 and a broker in 77 and being able to watch business cycles. And I think, Terry, that, and Joe, that's one of the things that we 
that we bring to the table. It's not about having a crystal ball. It's about being observant. Talk talk and, about what. Speaking of crystal ball, tell us what is your outlook on real estate values, the mortgage market. Let's just jump right in, Saul. Yeah. So it's and it's pretty much what you know. We talk about the conventional wisdom. And it, and there really is a conventional wisdom in my mind today. So absolutely, we for reasons we don't have to go into here, we've got too much money in the economy chasing too few goods. We've uh, gone through this and are going through this inflationary period. We've been through in my lifetime and in my adult lifetime five of these before, uh, some more uh, difficult than others. And when inflation starts to increase, the Federal Reserve, one of the rule, the roles of the Federal Reserve Bank is to control money flow and credit. And the way that it takes money out of the economy to cool it down is, is to just reduce the amount of credit available. And so if there's things are, if the economy is overheating, if you can reduce the credit, you're really reducing the cash. You're re- reducing the amount of buying power. Hence why and they're so going up on their are, rate, right? That's why they're going up. They're buying, you have too much buying power and not enough product. And Joe, you hit the nail on the head, right? Terry, you mentioned it too. And it's like we're like 4 million units short. And across the country now, we can pinpoint where we're short. And the reason we're short, a number of reasons, zoning and uh, the NIMBY phenomena, not in my backyard. So a number of things have taken place over the years that have restricted the growth of product while the demand is there. And then all of the, the money that's been thrown into the economy based because of covid just more dollars chasing the available inventory and it's driven prices up right you're unbelievable all where, of where are we minerals. where are we going from here Saul? on the prices oh, of homes first of all what's going to happen to interest rates i think interest rates are going to continue to move up they have to how far i don't know because always keep this in mind that one of the biggest borrowers is the united states government Right. And it has to pay debt service on that loan, on the money that it owes, the trillions of dollars that is owed by the U.S. government. So if interest rates goes up, go up, that is just more debt for the government to have to service. And so the government's not in favor of it. So the Federal Reserve is conscious of this. So while interest rates are going to keep going up until they, we kind of get inflation tamed, what I say to people is, first of all, text without context is pretext. All real estate is local. And so – where you live, you have to examine the marketplace. But as we look at the fact that there's restricted inventory, there's going to continue to be restricted inventory based on past history, uh, recessions we've lived through, even as interest rates move up, it's kind of funny, interest rates start to move up and then people get off the fence. So <laughs> as interest rates move up, all of a sudden you see this people starting to decide they want to buy, and that's good. And as the interest rates go up, there are certain people that are frozen out of the market, and that's exactly what happens. And at the same time, there are other people now that have more inventory to choose from. So even NAR's numbers, while they were looking at typically average year, five and a half to six million uh, units sold a year, uh, last year it was uh, 5.92, and this year their projection 5.4 million. So it's a reduction, but there's still this demand. We're still short, and I don't know anybody that's saying that that there's going to be major fallout across the country. There might be some in some areas, uh, but you tell me where there's a proper there where a, a state or a locale where there's too much inventory on the market, mm-hmm. and I don't know of any. 
Right. So the inventory is what's driving the prices up um, because supply and demand. There, yeah. You've got a huge demand of people who are trying to get out from the ratcheting up of the rents, and they and do. They're money. seeing the, and they're seeing this value continue to go up on homes. They're sitting in rental property. They want to buy the American dream. That's what I see from the mortgage desk. But the lack of inventory you're talking about, Saul, has been a challenge. And uh, let's talk for a minute. We've, we've got about three minutes left before we go to break. Uh, let's talk about what can people who want to get uh, to be uh, to, to buy a part of the American dream, what can they do uh, now in this economy? What is a good strategy for them? So, Saul, is that a good time to talk about the fractionalization? Well, yeah, we can. So. Well, maybe we don't have much time to get into the fractionalization. So just to, to address that, Joe, I think that we know that for most people now, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot that people need to know before they take this step. And for most people, it's still a great time to take this step. So you want to align yourself with a professional, somebody who's a professional in real estate, somebody who's a professional in loans, to find you that solution so you can acquire that property. Because you do want to acquire that property. Is the bottom going to fall out? Is the bubble going to burst? I think that's all hyperbole. And the price, the real estate, while probably the rate of appreciation will moderate, we want that to happen. This is the time, if you've got the means, to keep moving forward, work with the people who are going to help you find the property and help you finance that property. Absolutely. And that is uh, why it's important for you to have somebody who knows what they're doing, Joe, in the mortgage business, because there's a way. This country has too many opportunities and, and mortgage packages that allow it. And if you've got to fix your credit, start now. If you, if, you, if you need to put together some money for an investment, Saul, when you come back, you can tell us about how you bought your first car wash because it was a whole bunch of people buying a car wash. Yeah, you know, that's kind of where we are with real estate, too. Yeah, well, we got a minute yeah, left. Bet. Yeah, but uh, what but, you know, when we come back, Saul, I want you to talk about so much about how th this need for houses. Of course, it's been impacted by COVID and supply. You know, the, the struggle to get goods and services. But the, um, you know, you can That's talk. The land use. Yeah, and you can so we'll tell us that. Yeah, you can talk to us about the San Diego Mid City revitalization and how that brought, you know, economic growth. Uh, and federal funding and grants, but more importantly, you're going to be able to talk to us about um, different ways that we can own property that we didn't do before. So how much time do we have? Well, we've got just a few seconds, and uh, we're going to come back and hear more about this. Uh, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, Let's do it today. We're talking about the future of home ownership 2022 strategies for achieving the American dream. And you've heard from me, Joe Garner, Terry Murphy of TerryMurphy.com, and of course, Saul Klein, uh, one of yeah. the developers of Realtor.com. Yeah. So and right now, the, the architect behind TheDataAdvocate.com. That's right. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. You're listening to mortgage expert Joe Gardner, author of Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want, and with a golden nugget from the book. Now, you can order Joe's book at jogardner.com. Joe, if somebody is self-employed, can you show them how to get more qualified income for their loan? Absolutely. A good mortgage officer, we know how to start at the back of the tax return and move forward we know what expenses are in there that we can add back to the income for qualifying purposes. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. 
Hi, I'm attorney Mark Sterpko with the Sterpko Law Group from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. All right. Your future's so bright. You just got to wear shades, Terry. It's all in how you look at things, right? Hey. (laughs) On Real Estate Mortgage Shop today, we're talking about the future of homeownership 2022, strategies for achieving the American dream. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have Terry Murphy. Hey. The lady, the legend, the real estate icon. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here, and you're a trainer, you're an author yourself. Yep. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. When you've got, when you get the leg up on something, just like you did with choosing the best mortgage, the book, you want to share it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll tell you that our guest today, Saul, is absolutely all over white papers. I mean, he's just so into the real estate industry. And think about it. You know, we say at NAR, under all is the land opens the code of ethics, and now it's it's also important and under all is the data and the data gives us the information to help people get more homes. That's what we're here today for. Dataadvocate.com. Data all right. Well, you know, talking about using strategy and, and I'm going back to some of my own customers that I've known over the years. And I've got just a couple of stories I want to share with our listeners out there of people who no matter what came at them, they always thought positive and they had some very, very positive results. But uh, I call this story, Build It Like You Want It in the Country, the Keltner story. Of course, that's not their real name. Kevin and uh, Kelly Keltner had been planning for years to move out to the city and out to the country. Well, Kevin's employer started letting him work remotely from home instead of having to go into the office. Kelly just wanted to smell the fresh air and grow her vegetables in her garden. Really? (laughs) They had heard that if you don't pursue your goals, they are just wishes. It was time to think outside the box, step outside their comfort zone. And how could they afford to live in the country? Well, here's the answer. They decided to build the home they wanted in the country. Kevin's mother told Kevin and Kelly that it would be less expensive to live with them than covering the expenses of her living alone. So she agreed to sell her home, use the money to pay for the land and uh, Kevin and Kelly, uh, so they could, they sold something so they could move out to the country. And the house plan now included a separate living area in the house to give Kevin's mother a little privacy. So they began this intergenerational bonding that we see happening across the country. But as their mortgage originator, we explored the one-time closing program. This program would allow the Keltners to close one time with one set of closing costs, they could lock the fixed mortgage rate and sleep peacefully at night while their home was being built. No worries about the rates getting higher. No worry about having to requalify for the mortgage right before the house was built. The house would have to be built, though, in a year or less. But they had that worked out with their builder, and that was a great strategy for the Keltners. They looked at the situation, and they used it. The, econo- the economy, the, the, all that's going on with real estate, they used it to their advantage. Now, there is another strategy that I'm seeing with refinances. And it's refinancing. People are refinancing to restructure their mortgage, their debt, their lives. They consolidate this variable rate debt because now that the Fed has been going up so aggressively, this is causing the cost of variable rate debt, like your home equity lines, credit cards, to go up too. 
Uh, so I see people refinancing and pu- putting all of that into one loan. I see people modifying their home like the Keltners did to bring mom and dad to live with them or uh, other family members. Um, they go get cash out of their house to go buy more real estate, Terry, because they see the values going up. They see where the, the market is going in the future. just want to tell a quick story about Jimmy Jen. Jimmy Jen does the math, then he refinances to pay off this variable rate. Jimmy had been living in his home for many years, had paid his mortgage down to a little um, little over 100000 or so, $100,000 or so. His home was worth over a half a million. Jimmy owned his own business that he almost lost during the 2020 uh, pandemic. To survive the long shutdowns in 2020, Jimmy racked up variable rate debt on an equity line of credit and on his credit cards. With the Federal Reserve going up on their rate, just making alarming hikes and promising to make more, Jimmy could see into the future that the cost of his variable rate debt would be hiking right up along with the Fed. He called me after listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop and said, then what can I do to lock down my debt into a fixed rate? So for him, he his answer was to do a cash-out refinance. We paid off his $100,000 loan, and yes, the rate he got today was higher than the rate he had on the 100000 but I'll tell you one thing. It was a lot lower than the 15 16 or 17% or interest on the yeah. credit card and the rate going up on his equity line. So he did... He made a very strategic move and felt very good about it. Well, I got to tell you, lucky for us, I didn't tell you this about Saul Klein. He's a certified financial planner. <laughs> yeah, the man does everything but cook, honest to God. Well, you guys yeah. were talking about another strategy, fractionalization. Let's talk about that. Some. Well, actually, we've only got about two, three minutes to do that. Hey, Saul, you know, the whole, wait, remember um, years ago we had timeshares. And, and then, if you recall, you helped me um, hear a, a wonderful video uh, on, on literally diversifying what was otherwise a static uh, asset. And who did that one? Do you, re- do you recall? Alex Rampell from Andreessen Horowitz. Oh, that's and right. So, yes. So fractionalization is kind of a term that you see moving around today, and that really is going to be part of the future of being able to own real property. And real quickly, fractionalization of real estate has been around forever. We used to call it subdividing. And so you have subdivision laws. You buy a big chunk of real estate. You slice it up into pieces. You sell the pieces, and you make more money right off of the sale of the individual. That's subdividing. That's fractionalization of real estate. So the concept of fractionalization has been around for a long time. In limited partnerships, that's fractionalization. A corporation is fractionalization right, of a, of a of personal property, of, a, of a corporate interest. So fractionalization, not a new concept. But the problem or the issue with fractionalization, breaking up things up into pieces, if the – if the capability to create these pieces is not digitized, it's too much paperwork. You know, you got to create a trustee for everything and a note for it. But if you didn't have to create all that document, or could create it easily, securely, transparently, then there would be more inclination of people to be able to build platforms, to be able to sell pieces of real estate. And, and that's exactly what's happening. And, there, and the reason that you're starting to see this is because of something people have heard a lot of, and it's kind of complicated, so they don't want to pay attention to it, but they ought to put it on their list just to have their ears perk up whenever they hear it, and the term is blockchain. And so blockchain is a new capability technology that takes the Internet and the web to the next level, and it's going to facilitate lots of transactions for low costs. 
And so if you've got lots of transactions at low cost, you can take a piece of real estate, break it up into a lot of different pieces, and people can be offered those pieces. And now for smaller amounts of investment, uh, people could invest in real estate and, and benefit from the growth. I'll give you an example. Take, and I use this, and it's not happening, but I use this because I think it makes sense. Take the, the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. I was born in Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I've stayed in the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. That's a great place. As a matter of fact, if you could buy a little piece of the Royal Hawaiian Hotel, I might do that. As long as it could be authenticated. What if the Royal Hawaiian Hotel said, we're going to take 10% of our ownership. We're going to fractionalize it. We're going to create owner NFTs or whatever the method of security is on the blockchain, and we're going to sell that 10%. And if you want to buy one of those tokens, you can buy it, and then there'll be an aftermarket created. And as long as it's like baseball cards, I still have my baseball cards, and I paid a penny for them, and some of them are worth a lot of money. Got about 15 seconds. 15 seconds, so. So fractionalization is going to happen more in real estate because of blockchain. Blockchain, and you can look that up on the uh, on the web, and also you can check us out on our blog post on Monday, jogarner.com. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator, talking with Terry Murphy of terrymurphy.com, Saul Klein, and we love talking with you. Hang out with us. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, I'm Michael Brooks, Vice President of National Construction and Renovation Lending at Cardinal Financial in Folsom, California. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. Welcome to the future. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Terry Murphy. Terry, how do we contact you? Oh, it's pretty simple. It's my name, but please don't send it to Terry with a Y because he has a full beard. I'm a little... <laughs> It's T-E-R-R-I at TerryMurphy.com. All right. And we also have Saul Klein in the studio with us. And I believe, how, how is the best way to reach Saul? How do we find his, his information? Saul, don't you think it's a good idea for you to tell him? Yeah, just Saul at SaulKlein.com works. Saul right. at SaulKlein.com. And then you guys have been working on a project at DataAdvocate.com, I believe. The DataAdvocate.com. Data, DataAdvocate.com. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take a moment now, and we're going to do what we like to do every week. The Real Estate Tip of the Week. And I believe, Terry Murphy, you and Saul have a Real Estate Tip of the Week. Well, I am. He is the visionary extraordinaire. So, hey, Saul, you got a tip you want to share? Was it about zoning or density or what is yeah, it? Well, real quick, I would say focus on the positive. There's lots of information. There's lots of things to read. There's lots of things to listen to, lots of people to, to talk to about whether or not buying a home is right for you. And so with all of that information out there, just focus on the positive. And there you go. And I tell you, we've got so much. I'm going to just share some quick announcements, and uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Talk Shop. Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Central at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar, first floor. Or you can go online 
at talkshop.com, talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Click on the events tab and join us for the mastermind principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. We want to thank uh, our Talk Shop sponsors for making Talk Shop's free business and networking and education free. Thank you, Peggy Lau of Club Secret, who, have, who you've been supporting our business community for years. And if you want to take first-class vacations but you're looking for a bargain price, talk with Peggy Lau. And you can reach her at 279-0747. That's 901. Or connect with me. I'll connect you. Let's uh, say happy birthday to the, our country, the United States of America. <laughs> a very happy birthday coming up. Have fun. Be safe. Make some wonderful memories. Sign up and get Real Estate Mortgage Shop's weekly blog post and our um, podcast. You can do that by going to jogarner.com. A real quick quote from our quote corner is from Mahatma Gandhi, and it says, The future depends on what we do in the present. That's uh, really a good one, Mahatma. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, hey, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. And uh, anything else? the 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 marketing that you do today brings you the business of tomorrow. The marketing you did yesterday brings you the business that you've got today. That's a that's kind of a Gandhi. It is, isn't it? Well, you know, you guys have had so much information to share. We didn't even touch on half of it. Is there anything else you want to quickly share? We've got about three minutes if you want to share anything else from your repertoire of info here. Well, uh, Saul, well, I let would, me, Saul, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me go until you, until you tell me to stop. And I would like to, to thank my partners at Places Platform. That's like Jack Horton and Chris Leinberger and, and Puck McAfee and Patrick Doherty and and Stuart McFarland and John Dolan and uh, Bill Kane and Terry Murphy and John. So I have the privilege of being able to listen. It's like a think tank. Listen to people who really know what's going on about real estate, real estate finance. And I will tell you, the future is all about walkable urban areas. It's all about walkability. We've got major problems in this country. We've got uh, going to have major land use change coming down the pipe. We already see it with funds being allocated. We already see it with policies coming from the White House that it's all about walkability. It's about reducing the amount of uh, internal combustion engines on the road, whether we like it or not. We got, I don't know if you notice in your neighborhood, more bike lanes. Uh, but there are a lot of people that really prefer this walkable concept. So it's not going to happen everywhere. It's going to happen uh, over a period of time. And one of the things that they're starting to see as they analyze the data, because under all is the data, is that these walkable areas actually in many cases have a premium over properties that are non-walkable areas. And you can imagine as the price of fuel uh, continues to rise, if that happens to be the case, then there'll even be more desirability for walkable neighborhoods. But if there's less driving, there's less uh, pollution in the air, there's uh, a way to, to combat climate change. There's many, many benefits to this concept of walkable urban areas and walkability, and that is the future of construction and building uh, in uh, throughout the country. And you'll see a lot of opportunity because the federal government is behind this and the local governments will be behind this and there'll be funding for this. And so I say watch those uh, walkable areas where you live. 
because they will probably start to show premiums over other properties. Well, we got about a minute left, Saul, and I just have to tell you, that is such great information. Hey, catch him at thedataadvocate.com. Dataadvocate.com. And you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We've been listening to Terry Murphy, terrymurphy.com, Saul Klein. And we want to hear from you. So uh, let's go explore some of your options. And we'll see you guys back next week.